Culture, finances, and expectations are some things that influence a student's decision on where to go for college and how to grow up. I got into UH and my family was like acting as if I got into a UC. They were like, oh my God, that's insane. That was just what they thought. Family is a key part of cultures in Pacifica. No matter what, the blood that ties us together is home. They're the ones that help when you need it. I definitely think that most of my college experience has been kind of defined by my dad because he held paying for tuition and money above my head the whole time. Even now, he doesn't even know that I switched majors and I'll probably do it one more time. I don't think I need to tell him that. But who's really making the decisions here? On this episode of Living Pacifica, I will be interviewing Trent Handy on how family revolves around our life decisions, especially those like us with ancestry influence from the Pacific. Family is always involved with decisions. I'm your host, Nick Fernandez. I'm a Filipino, Pacific Island, and Spanish descent. Pacifica, or the Pacific, has always been a true place of connection for me and my family. My family tells rich histories of ancestors voyaging the Pacific to look for opportunities. Little did I know, my decisions have always been around Pacifica and family. Trent and I share a very similar life. California kids who did not see a lot of people like us. I enjoy seeing more people like me here because I grew up in SoCal, which was prime Halle territory. Like, nobody knew what Guam was growing up, and even until high school, no one's ever heard of it. I just had to explain with the example, have you seen Moana? And they're like, oh, yeah. Basically that. <laughs> okay, Moana is a terrible example, but that's honestly what some people like Trent and I literally have to describe to people what Pacific Islanders are. <laughs> Trent is Filipino, European, Native Hawaiian, and Chamorro. Trent moved here when he was 16, a year younger than I was when I moved here. But with the pressures to go to a good school, he decided to go to SF State. It wasn't a good decision. My family calls it darting, and I'm pretty sure it's just ADHD, but I just jump from interest to interest. And in California, one of my biggest pet peeves was feeling stuck. I grew up in San Francisco. I understand Trent's feelings of feeling stuck in California. And everything in the Bay Area, just all the days felt the same. Also, my ex followed me up to SF State, which was not good either, which made it all not enjoyable. And I don't have the greatest dating history. Well, I went, when I went to high school here, I moved here by myself when I was 16. And then I moved in with my auntie because my mom's side of the family lives here. Uh, they moved from Guam to here. And then I went to high school in East Honolulu, Kaiser High. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser. <laughs> If you didn't know, Hawaii is a place named for Mauna Loa and the Ahupua'a of Waimanalo. Long story short, Henry Kaiser developed Mauna Loa and named this part of the island after himself. That's why we're acting a little sus, but anyways. I moved here in the first place to get rid of family issues back home in California, but then there were more family issues here, so I just decided to go back to California. And I always kind of had that sense of letting people down. And then when I moved and I just kind of felt like I made super strong ties here and I felt bad and selfish for leaving. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have to put myself first. And then even with SF State, that was just not doing it for me anymore. I just felt stuck. 
And I knew that there was always room for me here, so I just decided to, like, literally within a week, I just bought my ticket, moved here, and dropped out of SF State. So my first semester is actually spring this year, and I just wanted to be back with my friends here, since I knew that everyone back home, they were going to be okay with me leaving, and, like, they're all on the right track. And I just wanted to be back with my family here. <laughs> Can you say kombucha? Yes, you want to say. Say kombucha. 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 Uh, I got adopted when I moved here, and when I left, I left behind my adopted sister when she was in middle school, which really upset her. So moving back, I felt like we had a second chance to give her that childhood that she wished we had together. Shut up. Trent has a great understanding of the bonds he created here and how much it really means to him. There's truly no comparison to the bonds he created here versus the ones on the continental U.S. We had a discussion about mental health, something we both can relate to. We are both diagnosed with depression and anxiety, but only I'm medicated. Trent decided not to be medicated anymore, but honestly, I'm not as strong as him. A lot of families don't understand mental health something that turns me off from my family sometimes, but I still care. Trent's a little bit more caring about his family, so I asked him, how do you balance all of this? I like to make it really clear when I form relationships that I value my independence a lot. Like, I'm able to balance caring for others and caring for myself. I do think I care for others a bit more than I do myself, which might be a little self-harming in a way. Uh, since I got diagnosed with depression anxiety and they medicated me for it but I didn't like being on it there's just a lot of withdrawals on being on those meds like I couldn't eat for weeks and I was getting tunnel vision and I couldn't show any emotions like I could tell I wasn't being me I couldn't really show sympathy because though that's what they do they just instead of having bad emotions or sad emotions, they just cut all of them off. So I stopped just because I knew it was affecting other people more than it was helping. I was just having a really hard time feeling like anything that I was doing was gonna mean anything in the future. And I just decided to work instead of school. Uh, it felt nice to know that like I wasn't being a financial burden on my parents and then not having school also felt nice. Like I only had to focus on one thing. But the real world hit, and then I realized that you can't really have a good job without going to school. Uh, yeah, I went back on my meds. It sucked, but I sucked it up, moved here, and then went off my meds. And kind of, and I'm kind of just like figuring out now with better coping mechanisms. Do you ever think about going back on your meds, like not the ones you already had? I don't have a doctor out here to see for that stuff, so. I mean, I know I'm only here for like another year or two, and I've been feeling fine. I don't know, I just think that it it could be worse, so I'm like seeing the brighter side of things. Huh. The brighter side. That's always been the solution, huh? I think I can say we are all looking for the brighter side. How do you think like that? There's a lot of family drama at home with my aunties and my uncles, and my auntie and my uncle that I live with always fight. 
and I just moved in with them and I was like oh god like they're always fighting everyone's always fighting but I'm glad I get to be with my grandma there before she dies <laughs> yeah I understand that <laughs> she has dementia and I hate that she comes to my room thinking it's the bathroom but I mean at least I get to see her before she dies yeah <laughs> Call it mental health or call it trauma dumping. I think there's just a comfortability that Trent and I grew up having to be able to have these conversations. We've been through a lot, so things like this aren't a challenge to really talk about. Are your parents divorced? Yeah. Um, I have three moms. I love that. Okay, <laughs> you might think this question is totally out of pocket, but this is literally the first question Trent ever asked me, so I think it's fine. These conversations aren't really normalized in Western cultures especially for those you just met. So do you think your ethnic background like influenced you to come back here? Yeah, because both my mom's sisters moved here from Guam and visiting, it felt like they were able to bring that piece of Guam with them. And I also missed Hawaii and I also miss Guam a lot. I'm, and I'm glad to be here, but it's not Guam. It's close, but I mean, it's not. I think it's important to end this conversation on who's really making the decisions here. After his quote-unquote darting, I think he can finally say he's independent. So did your family help you make these decisions in college? They definitely were supportive, but they haven't had too much of an influence. Like more towards the beginning of my college career with my first two majors, it was more of what they thought I should do. But now as I reach my final decision with my major, it's more of what I want to do. And do you think now you feel like you have control over your life? And as you said, like you like being independent. Do you feel that independence now? I definitely think I do feel more independent now that I'm reaching the end of my college experience. And as soon as like it's over, then I'll, I'll meet peak independence, which I'm waiting for. I'm your host, Nick, and this is Living Pacifica, family influence on growing up college edition. Thanks to Trent for a lovely interview. Producers are Ku'u Kuanoi and Kalavaya Nunes. Audio engineer... Nick Fernandez. And that's it for Living Pacifica. Mahalo, salama, gracias, and a hui ho. Bye. I wasn't even <gasps> recording. Really? Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs>